0: Good morning, New Hope. Pastor John here for uh, the final of our Peacemaker series. I'm talking about Ambassadors of Reconciliation. You know, uh, I am uh, here at our Isani County Reserves Unit Community Center, just a beautiful building here. I've loved coming here to watch some of my daughter's uh, basketball games and um, a great place in our community. and, And our guardsmen, our National Guardsmen, they really are keepers of the peace, right? In, in wartime and peacetime and disasters, they're here to serve us, to keep the peace. I love how Pastor Bill last week uh, kind of elevated uh, the, the concept of biblical peace, right? It's so much more than the absence of conflict. He he talked about the biblical peace is shalom, uh, God's perfect peace. There is this concept, there is this reality of shalom, the way things should be. And so, you know, in this day, we know that, that we are such in need for, for God's peace, right? In these crazy times and these, these tough times. Uh, I remember back in 2013 going to the country of Kosovo. Um, next weekend is 4th of July and we celebrate our country. We celebrate our freedom, right? Do you know that in the country of Kosovo, they celebrate 4th of July? They are, that is one of the few places you can go to. They are so thankful for the United States of America. They celebrate 4th the of July because when the genocide, when the ethnic cleansing was going on in the country, the U.S. sent NATO in to save families, to save people, to bring peace. We so need God's peace in this time. I'm reading our scripture today from 2 Corinthians 5, verses 20 to 21. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. We are Christ's ambassadors, an ambassador... Is, is an official uh, representative to represent a country to another country. We have ambassadors to the United Nations. We have ambassadors to hundreds of nations. And they don't represent themselves. They represent the kingdom of the United States of America. As Christ's ambassadors, we represent Christ and his kingdom to the world. So church, here's our big idea today, Okay. Ambassadors of reconciliation know and show God's kingdom to all his children by, by acting like Jesus. Ambassadors of reconciliation know and show God's kingdom to all his children by acting like Jesus. So first of all, a- ambassadors know their kingdom. Alright? The basic understanding of the gospel is reconciliation. 1 Peter 318 says for Christ also suffered once for sins the righteous for the unrighteous to bring you to God the gospel is about bringing us from our sin to bring us back into a holy relationship with God a saved loving eternal forever relationship with God that is reconciliation the primary function of reconciliation is our relationship with God bringing our sinful selves into a saved relationship with God. It's not, first of all, about racial reconciliation. But if we are brought back into a righteous, holy relationship with God, then racial reconciliation should happen, right? We're brought back into relationship with God and to his kingdom. And if we know his kingdom, we know that his kingdom is a kingdom for all his children. And so I I love this uh, phrase, a friend Work. uh, A youth worker taught me years ago, as an African-American woman, she said, the fact that I'm an African-American woman doesn't make me a different Christian. The fact that I'm a Christian makes me a different African-American woman. Primary is our relationship with God. Secondary is our relationship with one one another. I love uh, Dr. Brenda Salter McNeil, a leading voice. Uh, African American woman, leading voice in American uh, Christianity, racial reconciliation. I was in a a cohort with her, uh, going through. She has a wonderful book, Roadmap Roadmap to Reconciliation. And and Dr. Brenda Salter McNeil called me Baby Jesus because I'm not some deep philosopher. I just love Jesus, and I want Jesus to always lead our our relationships, our dialogue, our our hunger for for reconciliation with Him and with one another. So she called me baby Jesus. Dr. Brenda Salter McNeil taught me the vertical, the two sides of the cross, right? The vertical is our, our holy moral relationship with God. But the horizontal is our relationship with one another to love our neighbor as ourselves. And you cannot have the gospel. You cannot have gospel reconciliation without two sides of the cross. As white evangelicals, it's easy for us to focus on our, our sin problem, on our, our vertical relationship with God. But we cannot forget our fellow man. We cannot forget about uh, loving all of God's people. And so we need the two sides of the cross. Gospel reconciliation is never okay with white supremacy. God, Colossians three ten through 11 says, Having put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. Here there is no Gentile or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave or free. But Christ is all and is in all. I love that verse. That is so central to the gospel, right? Christ is all. We need our God. We are sinners. We need Christ. He's everything. But Christ is in all. And so if I'm going to walk in relationship or reconcile with relationship with with Christ, with Jesus. I need to be right with him. But he is in all. And so I need my brothers and sisters of all nationalities. Last week, Pastor Bill, did such a great job of showing us shalom and showing us what this kingdom of God is. If we're peacemakers in this kingdom, we got to go back to the garden where there was no sin, where there was no fear, where there was no disunity. And Adam and Eve walked with God in perfect union. When we know, when we're ambassadors of reconciliation, we know the kingdom and we know that's what it should be before sin came and fear came and hatred came and all sin. But we know the kingdom of God also because we know where we're going in the picture of heaven. And in Revelation 5, it says Jesus, right? And with your blood, you purchased for God persons from every tribe and language and people and nation. You have made them to be a kingdom and priests to serve our God, and they will reign on the earth. So church, if the kingdom of heaven of where we're going is, is a people of God, worshiping God from every tribe, every tongue, every nation, every people, then it behooves us to start living in that kingdom now. It behooves us to start walking in reconciliation with our brothers and sisters from every tribe and every nation. Can I get an amen? So first of all, ambassadors for the kingdom know their kingdom. And secondly, ambassadors of God show their kingdom. This is how Jesus shows us what ambassadors are. In John 17, verses 20 to 21, my prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one, Father, just as you are in me and I am in you. May they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me ambassadors for Jesus show their kingdom through unity, through love, through peace, being peacemakers of the Prince of Peace. I've so appreciated uh, tough conversations I've been having with New Hopers. People asking me just honestly of struggling with all this racial tension and saying, is there really um, systemic racism? Um, I, I'm not a racist. I don't understand why I have to, you know, apologize to everyone. I'm not a racist. And I, I still so appreciate these honest conversations because when we do that, we get to the heart of, of these things. I, I get it. You know, took me a long time. took me a long time being in, uh, in the urban core. I really believed I was like a white savior coming to, to save kids of color in the city. And I really believed if it was just an individual sin problem, if we just all get our relationship with God right, we'll all be good. And it took me a long time to acknowledge, to confess, to see there's systemic corporate things of racism and hatred built into the fabric of of this sinful world, built into the fabric of our country. We have a great country but we have a lot of problems and we need to confess those things and just acknowledge and have not get so defensive. Not get pulled into our political poles and, and, and fight. We need to be people of peace. There's these corporate realities. Ambassadors of reconciliation know and show their kingdom, God's kingdom, to all his children by acting like Jesus. Listen to this verse from Romans 14, 17. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. In this passage, uh, the Apostle Paul is answering the questions of Christians who are worried about taking food, taking uh, drink that was sacrificed to idols. They were worried about their rightness, right? It's not a matter of the kingdom of God. is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. We are ambassadors of Jesus if we're known for our righteousness. Righteousness not being right. Righteousness is our right relationship with God. And that should be marked with peace and with joy, with the fruits of the Spirit. So let me ask you, New Hope, how are you doing with that? It's so easy to get pulled into the the camp of the mask camp, for the masks, against the masks. It's so easy to get pulled into the political divide. But Jesus says, my ambassadors are reconciled to me. And they're going to be reconciled to one another. We're going to be known for righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. A couple weeks ago, a few of us went down to serve in North Minneapolis' Sanctuary Covenant Church. I got to see my old friend and pastor, Sammy White. I've known Sammy a long time. Sammy and I uh, served in, in South Minneapolis together. Two of his daughters were in my hockey ministry, the Dynamites. One of my precious memories with Sammy was when I got the door open to minister to the family of Jamar Clark in North Minneapolis. And we prayed with 20 members of that family And they recognized the light of Jesus that came in and ministered among us. In the midst of this racial tension, the light of Jesus, the peace of Jesus came in. Sammy called me the next day and he said, John, you wouldn't believe it. A lot of members of Jamar Clark's family were in church today. He wouldn't have believed it, that they had lost a son. They had lost a brother who was murdered. He said, the light of Jesus was on their face. Church, we can be peacemakers we can be reconciled to God if we will seek Him. The light of Jesus can be on our face. The fruit of the Spirit can be with us. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. That's what we got to be known for. That's who we're repping. We're repping. We're representing Jesus. We're ambassadors of reconciliation. Pastor John Perkins came and spoke to us at New Hope, two weeks before the coronavirus. John Perkins, African-American great preacher from Jackson, Mississippi. His grandfather, John Perkins, was a leading voice of racial reconciliation in this country. I reached out to John. I asked John, what would you say to our people? What would you say? How would you appeal to them to be ambassadors of reconciliation in this time? And this is what John said. We know too much to not be just. We know too much to not be merciful, to not be reconciled. We know too much to allow our differences to keep us from being who we are supposed to be as the people of God. He said, we go to a ball game, it doesn't matter the color color of someone's skin as long as they get a touchdown or they put the ball in the hoop, right? But as soon as they start talking about race, we say, shut up and just dribble the ball. We know too much, church. I'm so thankful for my brother John, John P. Perkins. God bless him. He's he's weary in this time. He sees so much hatred, so much racism. May we be people of peace, church. The enemy wins if we are known by our hate, if we're known by our rightness, if we're known by our political camps. The enemy wins then, but Jesus wins if we're known to be people of peace. Jesus knows if we're ambassadors, of reconciliation. Jesus wins when the church rises up and be's the church that he is called to be. So what's your action step? I would ask us to confess our sins. I would ask us to, to ask for God's help, to ask for God's blessing, to be his ambassadors. Observe our emotions, take some deep breaths, and, and just listen to people of different ethnic nationalities. And ask them how they're doing. Pray for them. Love them. Be empathetic. Don't get defensive. Open up to hear their stories. Let's mourn with those who mourn. Let's rejoice with those who rejoice. And let's find places to serve. When we are in those places where the light of Jesus shines, there's nothing like the kingdom of God, the peace of God, the goodness of God. Would you pray with me, New Hope? Heavenly Father, I just thank you and praise you that you are known by your light, that you are known as the Prince of Peace, Jesus. Have your way amongst us. May we be your ambassadors. Lord, I just thank you that you have saved us, that you have brought us back into loving relationship with you. Help us to be known that we are one with you, that we are one with people, all the people, all the children of God who call on the name of Jesus. Lord, have mercy. Father God, help us. May you bring freedom. May you bring justice. May you make us into your peacemakers. All for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much, New Hope.